guys, welcome back to Hospitality Queens, your favorite two hospitality queens. I am Erin. What up, it's Whitney. Welcome What's back up, to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we are keeping a little light on the bevs, like our last show. I'm just mm -hmm. doing a Dallas Blonde beer, locally brewed here in Dallas, Texas. The blonde, so similar to like an L or lager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a blonde ale at work that's pretty popular. Um, the you beer just pop. tastes like beer to me. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, every time like I pop the top of one, I'm just like, ah, it's like a soda because I don't really drink soda. So yeah, that's how I feel about a cider because it's like crisp mm -hmm. and refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just drank the last. There's a pineapple cider that we had at work for like a limited time. And everyone knows that was like my shift drink. And they just like found some other ones. I guess they were like to the side behind someplace. And like last night we were working and I like heard someone say, where's Whitney? And they had found one. Um, they know that's my drink. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love a cider. Crisp. It's the crispest for me. So that's what you're drinking. I'm drinking some cheap ass wine I got from Family Dollar. It's a a pink Moscato. It's like the best that they had. I don't like Merlots. I don't really like. I mean, I'll drink a red, but it has to be like a red that I'm really fucking with. And then have no, then have no Pinot Noirs. They just had, it was heavy on the Merlots. So I just was scared. I wasn't going to um, risk it. So I just went to the Pink Moscato and it's a Pink Moscato. Cheers. <laughs> I've had these in my refrigerator since like before summer. I had got it um, at an event. Mm -hmm. so they just been sitting there, don't really drink it, but it came through for what it needed to come through for. Yeah. I'll be here with you guys, so. <laughs> yeah, and this was my wine to make it through. I wouldn't even say the storm, it's just the rain. So we're just thankful that it wasn't anything big. What was it called? Hurricane Ian. Um, because we live on the coast, it's the season to have storms and stuff. It hit Florida pretty bad so um definitely prayers to everybody who lost power family members people did die lose things so that's just a hard part of living where we live or living anywhere you can have natural disasters that just happen so it's just a part of life here um and thankfully it honestly was just rain and wind i feel like it's just it wasn't anything like out of the normal for for us over here um, some people did lose power for hours. I thankfully did not lose any power. Um, and that's why I had to buy cheap wine because places were closed early or super packed. And I wasn't going to go in any of those stores because why would I just set myself up for failure? So the closest thing was Family Dollar. And I only went in there to buy like random things. And I saw that they had wine. I was like, oh, cool. I can get get my wine fixed. Um for the storm. So yeah, shout out to Family Dollar. 
Didn't know they had such an extensive wine selection. So if you like reds, go to Family Dollar. They had hella reds. They even had the minis, all the things. If you need to go on someplace, you want a little mini, go to the Family Dollar if it's right by you. They got the wines. Okay. Don't sleep mm-hmm. on the Family Dollar. And I think that's a really good point because, you know, we are all, like, accustomed to going to our local grocery stores, liquor stores. Like, we just stick with what's familiar <clears throat> and what's specialized in there. Absolutely. But yeah. times like that where, like, I was seeing videos of people just going to stores. It's packed. There's nothing on the shelves. It's overwhelming. So finding yeah. a smaller that has things and no one's in there. <laughs> Yeah, it's the smartest thing. I'm like, I would never go, like, you could go to Family Dollar and literally buy everything you buy at Walmart. They have name brands. I bought Tides, Pods, like, literally did all of my shopping that I would normally do at Walmart for those type of household things. Mm-hmm. Family Dollar, and it's probably the same price. Like, yeah. And you get the same, it's, everything's name brand. There's no, like, you know, yeah. everything is super name brand, so... But if you think about it, what was that like the 90s? Family Dollar was the spot. Like Dollar General mm. was the spot. Yeah. Like, for yeah. a long time, that was mm-hmm. where you went for a lot of things. And I think mm-hmm. like so many other things have come up. We just, you know, go. And I think it's um by your um where you live. This like, is I haven't really lived in an area where family dollars and dollar generals were really near me at all i'm just in a really gentrified area so um there's a lot of black people so in neighborhoods that aren't the best i just live in a gentrified area amongst the hood so dollar general family dollars are all around me save a lots places that i've never lived around there so there's no grocery stores that are nicer unfortunately close to me so i have to drive a little farther to get to a Publix. Because unfortunately, they don't put those in this area. Um, so yeah, I can walk to a family dollar and I have to drive to a nicer grocery store. That's just how it is. Um, so yeah, but hopefully that will change. And no shade to save a lot or any of those places because they do what they need to do. They feed our people who can't drive to a Publix. They are only able to walk to save a lot and family dollar and dollar general. So we need them. Show. Yeah, shout out to anything walking distance. I feel like that's an mm-hmm. appreciation. Uh, last my son was on punishment, so like part of a punishment was we we're walking and getting more outdoor activities and stuff. So I needed to go to the mm-hmm. store, and I live close to Walmart, so I was like, we're just gonna walk to Walmart. You're mm-hmm. just gonna help me. Like we wasn't getting anything crazy, um, just to go in there and get a couple things we needed for your lunch, stuff like that. But it was helpful because it's walking distance, so we still got to have the outdoor time. Plus, get in the store. It was like a two for one special. So, mm-hmm. not anything walking distance. Um, I live in Texas, so we get retarded storms or weird things. Sometimes you just need to walk to whatever you need to do if things get a little sticky. So, mm-hmm. I love that. Shout out to everybody in the storm. We've talked about different types of storms and stuff like that. But we're in hurricane season for all the people that are up near the coast and stuff. Um, and remember those tactics and things to have ready to go if you guys are new to the show we have done like some checklist type of items and stuff like that um Whitney you guys didn't get hit that much but I guess what would you say you find that like um like if you if you were trying to go to the store what's the one thing that's always off the shelf if you could think of one thing you're like dang they never have blah 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 when something's going down I don't know I would say maybe water 
Yeah, I was saying that too. Water, like mm-hmm. every time water, and it's like um, I have a water filter, which I try to keep like some of my old jugs to refill mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I just went to Sam this past week, which I went on a Saturday. I mean, I Don't there. recommend. Oh, <laughs> y'all! I'm like, ooh, this made me never want to go to the store again. Um, but just reminding like myself of like having that backup water. We always know to stock up, but like water's always an essential item, and we kind of take for granted like mm-hmm. getting it in advance type vibe. Yeah, and I, I have like multiple water filters, so I don't even need to buy it. So I just. I know I actually did go to Publix, but it was just for my weekly shopping because I was the last to even know about the damn storm because I don't watch the news. Um, And there was no buggies. It was so busy. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was so confused. And I just, because I just already stock up my house on like things that you would need in a storm after COVID, um, I didn't really need to like rush and like buy anything like that. I just... And the things that I bought, I was like, damn, I really didn't. It's just like, just stuff to like cook for the day for normal. Um, So yeah, I just um, would, my tip would just be to always stock up on everything. When you go to the store, if you can buy multiples to just have to the side. So you kind of have your just inventory in your house. So you don't really need to like run out and buy a bunch of shit and waste your money. Because that's really kind of what it is. People just freak out and just buy shit that they don't really need. And that just is not it. And then also a big thing is like, if you have it, like in your community, like hit up your family. If you have someone that lives close to you, like, what do you have? Like, if anything goes down, I have this, you have that. Like you could come together. Um, That's how I operate too. I'm like, okay, I know my mom got this. I know my granny got this. Like, and it's not not a thing to be unprepared, but it's like, if shit goes down, you're going to band together anyway. So, like, no need to buy a bunch of battery. Like, you know, it's good to have it. Have batteries, but just don't go OD if you know your auntie, your granny, your sister. You know, like, y'all are going to come together when shit hits the fan anyway. So, just rely on your resources and your tribe. To see what y'all got um, so y'all can come together as one to do the the thizzle, grill, like if you, you know, have a little grill, if you're, you lose power, you know, for the days after and like, you know, stuff like that. And my like, my grandma is a huge, huge, um, I guess, I don't know, advocate is the right word, but she's really heavily in the community and like helping her neighbors. Like my grandma literally drives around all of her people, giving them cases of water, giving mm. them food. Like she just does that normally. Um, so I think that um, definitely rubs off on me a lot. Like I'll bring stuff to work or like if anyone needs anything, I'm like, I got an extra COVID test or I got this or like people, I just hear people like talking like, I'll bring this for you or whatever. And it'll just be on, like, not on the low, but just, like, hey, okay, I brought this for you because I know you needed this or whatever. Cause, because she got hella shit. I got hella shit. Extra toothpaste, brush, toothbrushes, deodorants. I got a, a million things. And I'm a mom. So I got so I much be, shit. Stay ready. <laughs> we stay ready. So it's just, and I, it's so funny. I'd be telling Dash, I, be, I feel like a granny because so many times, like, you need this. 
Here's it. I got a plastic bag. You need some masks? Like, I'm always giving some shit away. What you mean? Like, I feel like I a you. granny for sure. I think it, that, that's that's the best part about it is like, what you got is what I got. And, and the tribe mm-hmm. part is hard, you know? Like, I feel like I don't have like a tribe like I want to. Something I've been manifesting for a long time because I really would love to be able to expand like a tribe and neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, you back in the day, like, you could knock on your neighbor's door and some uh, sugar and mm-hmm. you can't do that no more so shout out to mm-hmm. you. even like your tribe is your cousin is your bestie is whatever that's outside of your house that supports and you guys talk to each other so i'm here for it i'm here and for your it. co-workers literally yes. someone i work with lives in my building like right there I mean, her aunts aren't super close. Like, we're cool, but I know if I need anything, I'll go knock on her door. And I feel like right. she would come knock on mine. Right. And it would be no, like, biggie, like, the people that I work for. I could literally walk to their house, and they, <laughs> on multiple occasions, have told me, if you need anything, come. you guys can come over. You can stay over here. Oh. Everything. So, like, I don't definitely don't have an issue with doing that, that either. So, so yeah. That. Love that. Shout outs to okay. everyone that survived any craziness you're going through. I watched some of the videos of like boats being all over, stuff like that. We are sending mm-hmm. love, prayers, and hospitality for you. We hope you have an amazing week of recovery. Know that everything that was destroyed are materials. Memories mm-hmm. last in our head. I know we like to have that memorabilia pictures and you know documents and stuff like that, but just know that your memory is just as good as those pictures as well as any documentation that is provided by the government you know they got it somewhere okay you know it might be a thousand list somewhere so yeah you'll get it back take a deep Mm -hmm. breath and use the excuse of this just happened to me you know sometimes people are like oh you know like we could be like oh no 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 but this is the time where you go ahead and play that card like that card is look this just happened to me this is where we are how do we move forward i always push it back on them this just happened. I couldn't control that. How do we move forward? I push it back on people all the time mm-hmm. because you're gonna, you can't, you're trying to hold me accountable with something I had no control over. Mm-hmm. Push it back on them, you guys. Do not allow what happened to stress you out. It's already bad enough that things happened to you. Please take a deep breath. Please know everything is replaceable. Please reach out if you guys need resources and things like that. I'm not close, but I'm sure we could find ways or resources for you if you guys are needing that kind of help. Mm-hmm. I can send y'all a box full of some clothes. That's about all I got. <laughs> Same. Okay. When we um, so we were closed. Our restaurant was closed on Thursday and Friday, I believe. Yeah, Thursday, Friday. So it was open Wednesday. I don't work Wednesdays, so they said Wednesday night was busy, which I imagine that it would be because mm-hmm. I mean it's a normal night. You know, nothing had gone down. I even feel like Thursday really wasn't the shit. No, no rain or anything. Just kind of windy. Mm-hmm. School was out. School, I feel like, could have been in on Thursday. It wasn't, there was no rain. There was nothing that happened um, on Thursday. But um, when we opened, we opened for dinner on Saturday. Okay. On Saturday night. And it wasn't like a normal Saturday night, but it was still fine. Like it was, it was cool. Like it wasn't like super slow. It was like a slow, steady night. So I was cool with that. And like everyone who was there tipped well. Like, who came tip well super nice but everyone you could tell people had cabin fever fever like friday night so i feel like the storm ended no lie around let's say 5 36 on friday 
Ooh. People was outside on Friday, okay? Places were opened having hurricane parties Friday <laughs> night. I'm not kidding. Like, places were open. People were at the seafood spots getting their crabs. Like, people in Charleston love seafood. Busy as fuck. And I even had the itch on Friday. I was like, damn, I wonder if my granny will watch Jonah. Like, I was kind of ready to go out because I was stuck in the house for three damn days. Like, not Ooh. doing anything Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just in the house. So I was, um, honestly, but I, I didn't, but because I knew I had uh, some long days because we had an event coming up at work. But um, but yeah, it was, people were, they're lit, ready to get out, spend their money, just be out having that cabin fever. Um, but yeah, Saturday night was cool. Um, we had a, we were closed on Sundays for a special event. We had a wedding yesterday um which was cool and the wedding was someone that we knew like personally the guy getting married was the owner of the restaurant's like best friend uh-huh. and he has come to manage our restaurant multiple times when the owner and his wife go out of town so he'll come we call him stepdad or uncle tony he's super cool he actually has multiple restaurants in north carolina so like it's just what he does so he comes and manages while they're gone and he's super nice just like a really nice guy so it was like yeah we're working but we know it's gonna be chill like we know how he rolls so it's gonna be a party and they had like a four-day wedding event yeah I wish I had the thing with me but um everyone came from out of town so they were a little shooken up because of the storm they're not used to this so it kind of, I'm sure, put a little damper on what they had going on. But um, I think it was, wait, maybe it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Because I think they have something today, maybe. I don't know. But um, they had everything. Everyone came in a shuttle, too. So everything was at our restaurant. The wedding, everything was at our restaurant, which was clutch. Um, and our restaurant's at a park. So... They got to be right next to where we are in the lawn. Like everything flowed pretty nicely. Um, and every everyone came in a shuttle. So that's perfect. No one has to drive. Super clutch. Then they had, how did they do it? They did cocktails. I think they, they were supposed to be there at like two. The wedding started at four, I think. So they had mimosas and Bloody Marys before. Yeah, um, so that, that sounds good. I haven't had a Bloody Mary in a long time. So that was like, that's how you know they're litty. Because I typically, it's like you do that after the ceremony while the bride and groom are taking pictures and da 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 But everyone does their wedding a little different. And this one, this wedding had very little structure. But um, mimosas and Bloody Marys before. Then they did... Was it? And then we did past um, hors d'oeuvres as well. And you know what kind of time there was on because they wasn't really eating. Okay. If you catch my drift, party favors. So they wasn't really eating a lot. <clears throat> so it was a lot of drinking. Then ceremony. And ceremony is always the shortest part, like in and out, like boom. But here's the gag. When you know, you know. They met, so they have had like these like Bev napkins for um, Bev napkins, and it had like f- facts about the couple. Mm-hmm. They met 
March 6, 2021. That's when they had met, y'all. Met. When Harry met Sally. March 6, 2021. It's just, it's just October 2022. I was like, wait a minute. He proposed March 9th of, two, of 2022. Mm. I'm like, damn. I want that energy. He just knew. Yeah. He just knew. And I, I love that. I just was, I feel like that's very fast to be married in the grand scheme of like some people being date for three years, five years, six years, 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And then be engaged for a whole nother, you know, like mm-hmm. couple more years. So I just thought that was very... I like that. And then um, one of the other fun facts is that their spiritual advisors had told them, had told each of them about each other before they met. And, you know, I'm into that. So I was like, I really like that. So I feel like that just confirmed it was really meant to be because if the spiritual advisor says so, then it's meant to be. That's why it just happened like that. Like we don't need to wait. So I thought that was really cute. Her dress a1, it was form fitted, like she has a body body. So it really showed her like cute body, like just simple, but like elegant, very cute. He looks super nice. I believe he was wearing a blue suit. I love like a navy blue or like a dark blue suit. Mm-hmm. You know, these really nice, like tan uh Louboutin loafers, like red bottoms, like they were super hey, just he looked very like dapper, nice, but homeboy came in with a bottle of Vuv, drinking it out the bottle. Liddy. Liddy. Who is this? <laughs> yeah, no, he's lit. Like we always have we are always so excited when we find out he's gonna come for the weekend. Cause he's just so much fun. He's so cool and he's just lit. He's Liddy. Um, I, I'm always like, I want to go have a field trip to one of his restaurants in North Carolina and just see, cause I know they'd be popping. Like a lot of his staff was there, like his GMs, his managers, his head of security. He has like a head of security for all his restaurants. This nigga was big, like, but everyone was cool. And I was like, when we were doing the password herbs, like everyone was like talking to us and like really engaging. And I was talking to him. I was like, usually like when we're doing events and weddings, I've done a million weddings with them. You know, you're just the help. Like people just get the food, and you, and it is fine because that's what we are. We're just here to give y'all the food, right, and give y'all the right. drink, and da, da, da. But they were like talking to us, like we're I'm sitting there having conversation with them. He was like, yeah, they're all F and B. So like, it's just like how we are. And I was like, that's just so cool. So it's just the vibe was different. A lot of them, not a lot, but there's some people who had come to the restaurant before, so we already kind of like knew each other. So that was cool. It was just a cool wedding. The DJ was dope. Like he came in before and like we talked. He remembered my name throughout the whole thing. I don't even know what this man's name is. But even when he left, nice meeting you, Whitney. And I was like, damn, I don't remember your name. But he was cool. He's like, if y'all have any requests, hit me up. Like he was lit. Um, before he started, he was like, I'm playing all like 90s hip hop, hip hop and rap. Like it's going to be lit. Like, he just kind of was like, all right, I got y'all. We're going to have fun. Like, everybody was just cool along the way. They had, like, a New Orleans-style jazz band um, for, like, the beginning part before the DJ. It was just small, cute, and to the point. Um, 
they use both our upstairs and downstairs for like their dinner stations, but everything was just free for all. There was no first dance. There was no bouquet toss, none of that. It was after the wedding, it's just party. So I like that it was just kind of like a flow and that. just a little, little fluid. Um, and they got lit. They could not take shots. And that was a struggle. That was a power struggle of no shots for them. Um, which I don't know if I would have said no shots because no one was driving, you know, like yeah. no one's driving. And it's like, you can't stop someone for getting a tequila on the rocks. That's still a shot, you know? So they found their little ways to get around the no shots, but all in all, it was fun. We got to like go dance and like have some fun. So that was, that was cool that we kind of just got to like let her hair down and like the guests were like happy and wanted to dance with us and have fun. So it was cool. A nice little break of the normal brunch on Sunday, getting your ass kicked for five hours and, you know, going home. So yeah, it was a good Sunday. I love that. That's actually one of the main reasons I love catering because everyone, you make nothing out of something, right? It's all because you, mm-hmm. you have to set the tables. You have to, you know, if there's buffet style or whatever the style is, you got to like put it together. So it looks regular and then you like put everything together. And I always mm-hmm. love the saying, making nothing out of something. And mm-hmm. also you're part of that memory. That's one of the main reasons I do hospitality. One of the main reasons I love catering because I love to be a part of their memory. Like mm-hmm. you're not just your server. You're not just the bartender. You're the people that help make this day go amazing for them mm-hmm. um and i find that when you do catering most of the times they're all going to be happy because it's free food okay that's a it, in a wedding is open bar like it's when people are giving things for free they're way nicer and it's a different vibe i mm-hmm. love catering for those reasons a thousand mm-hmm. because you get to create something I have noticed that like night catering versus or like night slash social versus like corporate lunch are totally two different vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunch corporate is very like, man, it's kind of restaurant because they can get really picky, whatever. The guests are always happy, but the client itself. Be going it's stuff. a client. Yeah. That's the client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The people. But then at night and social, it's, it's just lit. It's fun. It's amazing. We're going into holiday season and this is normally where I do a lot, a lot of catering. Um, and that's the things that I love. Private parties, like, around Christmas and stuff. Love that because, okay, they hella generous, okay? Let me just tell mm-hmm. you. And so that I'm was the best part when he was coming around giving the tips. Mm-hmm. Thank Thanks, you. Uncle Tony. We love you. Okay. Uh, we know, <laughs> I love a Tony. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love me some Tonys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tonys for me. I love that. I actually kind of had, like, a shift in hospitality because we're kind of tapping into like week of hospitality mm-hmm. um i've been like doing like three different jobs the last couple weeks and it's been it's been busy but i can handle it because i'm a hustler however i kind of got like an epiphany this morning because somebody kind of struck a nerve okay mm, I'm, gonna go ahead nerve for me. I'm gonna speak on it just a little bit because it's very much hospitable <laughs> so um Like the jobs I work are based off of my availability, right? Like everybody picks a job based off when they're available, right? Like what is your availability and when do you update that? And when do you decide that your availability includes some time for you? Okay. Availability. What is your availability? It's a question. Okay. Of the week. I need to know. I need to know. That's really smart. I never, where I work at now, never had a, like it was a verbal 
thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my schedule had got fucked up once and that was stressful. So I literally went into our system and made my availability because I don't like that. I don't like stress trying to find someone to cover this because I need to. It's too much and it's fucking confusing and I hate it. So I had to go in and set my availability so mm-hmm. my shit doesn't get fucked up. And now before that, my my schedule never got messed up. I was consistently, that was my schedule forever. But you should set it so people don't play with you and they don't schedule you when you can't work. Period. So <laughs> when you set your availability, you know, and if they don't have it like a formal, but you let them know, but they still schedule you. And then we're like, oh, I thought you can make it happen. Okay, that happens Mm-mm. twice. Okay. The last the last time I said no, the time before I tried, I was overwhelmed and I wasn't able to be successful in all areas of my needs. Mm-hmm. So apparently they was calling me on a day I was busy working one of my other jobs because I'm not available. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means if mm-hmm. I'm not available, I can't answer your call when you blow me up. You text me for everything else. Go ahead and text me because you know I'm busy. Okay. If you know I'm busy, okay, let's go ahead and see that text like you always do, but you want to call because I'm making a schedule and I, I want an answer now. That now thing doesn't work for me because we live in a world where I don't get what the hell I want now. I have to be patient to get where I am today. So I'm very humble of you guys. Let me tell you. Here. Your girl... I went through a transition that was very difficult. Everything I manifest is happening for me. And so what I don't accept is people trying to put more on me that I didn't mm-hmm. ask for. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be like I'm trying to be flexible so I can be successful for everybody, business, coins, and myself, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I look at the schedule. I'm scheduled for some stuff. I'm like, who told you I was available? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't feel like you told me we talked about we actually talked about. One thing I was requested for, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bended for that because technically I already told you I was not available, okay? But I bended for that one, okay? Because I was requested, you know, your girl be making uh, connections out here in these streets. So I want to make sure I'm, I'm there for my connections, okay? So then I'm scheduled for something. And I tell them, like, I never said that I was available. Oh, I tried to call you, find somebody to, to pick it up. No, ma'am. Okay, what I'm not going to do is do your job because if you're unsure about something, you leave the shift open. You say, hey, guys, I need someone for this. That's great management. What you yeah. ain't going to do is tell me what I'm going to do. So I just yeah. said, you know what? At first, I was going to write a rebuttal that was a little spicy because it made me a little spicy this morning because I'm started, I'm trying to start off this Monday with it. It made me a little spicy. So I was like, you know what? No bet. So I just wrote in the text, hey, here's the shift. I'm unavailable. Youth on you. I've put, I've, I've sent it to how many people in the group text? 15? So once y'all know I'm not there, you just know I'm not there. And yeah. I think in this moment today, the epiphany was, I think I might have to make that transition of not helping you at all. Because I've noticed that you're taking advantage of me. And I understand that you need staff, but this is exactly why you don't have staff. This is, this is why. Mm-hmm. Because I've taken care of you guys. I've helped you out. And also being the nice person I am, I actually proactively asked you a long time ago when I was bidding for new programs, hey, what do you got coming up? Because I'm trying to make sure I know where my coins are coming from, sis. Right. He was like, right. oh, it's going to be, oh, oh, it's all vague. But at the end of the day, I have other places that are ready to put some dates on me. They try to put, they try to lock it in. So the people that lock things in are going to get me first because they locked it in. It's right. not my fault that you're behind and you don't have a preparation schedule. That's not my problem. It's not going to be my problem. Okay. And I feel like, too, it's like communication for like both parties, mainly the person that's trying to book you. But and also it's like 
once someone, once you say yes and you're like, oh, that's okay, they, they're they just like, oh, she can always do it. She can always just fit it in. Oh, Aaron's good. She's, oh, she can do it. That's what they have in mind. It's like, oh, she's straight. And that's where they get fucked up at is where if you say yes once, then it's yes to everything. Right. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. I don't know why places do that. And I think it's across the board. A lot of places do that. And all you have to do is say the next time text, hey, I'm making the schedule. Is it okay if you work this, 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 and this? And you should do that 24 to 48 or a week before, however you do your schedule. So the person has time to respond, not as you're about to press send to the whole team, like, Give it time. So just in case that person doesn't say yes or send it out to multiple people. So you're not just relying on that one person for the yes. Like, I think that's where it gets fucked up is that you just, it's the assumption that you assume what happens. We all know the same. So it's like, you're assuming someone could do something. And then I hate that. It's like when they fuck up and then it's like, oh, you have to cover it. It's like, I didn't fuck up the schedule. I told you when I could work and you, you messed it up. So now I have to go and find someone to cover this shift that I didn't even, I can't even work and you still scheduled me for it. makes no sense. There's no no logic. It makes no no sense. And it just got to the point where like, you know, I think as you, as you go through so many things in life and growth, right. You just decide like what you're going to take of. And you, you made a valid point. And I hear this girl, one of the coworkers of mine always say like, when you give a mouse a cookie, what are you going to do? Like, And I'm like, you're absolutely right, because I did that one time. It should have just been a no. It's just I should have created that boundary. Mm-hmm. However, like the fact that I didn't and now you want to take advantage is essentially like where I'm at right now is going to make you lose me forever. Because right. I also have to like think about the things I manifested and see how they're showing up for me in different ways, because that's exactly how I, it's happening. Okay, it mm-hmm. all happened differently, which I told them, hey, I picked up this really long, I picked up a project. I'm only available one day. That's it. And you keep trying to press me more and more each week. I could push myself, but why? Yeah, because it's not going to be that. good for you because you need your time for you first. You need time because you're a mom. You need time for your household, like, like all other things. So you have to, like, if you have to hustle, some people don't have the luxury of having time for themselves. And I get it. Thousand percent. Some people do. And I think think about that all the time. I'm like, you know how is there's like a trend of like living a soft life? And I feel like I kinda do because I don't work much. Like not that I don't work much. When I work, I work, but I don't work every day. I don't work five days a week. I don't work like a lot, a lot, but I work enough to pay all of my bills are paid. I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, all right, this is nice. Like I this is the first time I haven't worked like a million different jobs. Yes, I can. I probably will like pick something else up, but like it's just like creating that boundary for yourself. Right. right. So you have that time to yourself. So I could be there for my son. I could be there, pick him up from school every day, do homework, read books, go to the park. Like, and that's like you said, manifesting that for yourself. I remember when I was pregnant, I would write stuff down in my book like I want to have a job where I can do all these things for me and my son and I'm doing it like you know so that stuff's really important because if you spread yourself thin you're always at work your child never sees you you're stressed like all these things but some people have to do that like right and I'm not above doing that and that's just and that's okay like 
it's, it's okay. It's yeah, do it for a season because at the end it's going to wear down and your child's going to remember mama was never there. Your child's going to remember all those things of like, you know, Dan, like, you know, so just for yourself, if you can take that one day, take, or maybe work the, work the morning shift so you can have the night off or vice versa or whatever. So you can sleep in or once a month, take that one Sunday off. You know, something so you can just have that time for yourself. And maybe you don't go out anywhere. You just sit in and watch Netflix all day and eat cereal. Just do it once a month. So you just have that peace of mind just for, just do it for you. And that's, that's it because you do deserve after working for these people who probably get to take vacations all the time. Do it for you. Or just get to like, you know what I'm saying? Who just don't. Like, it's okay to take that time for yourself at some time. It is okay. You deserve deserve. Take some time. Like, this week, I legit work every day. I don't have no days off. Mm. And I work three doubles. Mm. And the other two shifts are past eight hours, probably 8 to 10 or or 8 to 12 hours in between Mm -hmm. two other days that I'm not doing doubles. Mm -hmm. I have a lot on my plate. So... When people try to take advantage, it's not that I don't work. Y'all know when I work, I work. I show yeah. I'm having mm-hmm. people, you know, reach out and ask for me because I'm making sure that anything that I do is a lasting impression. So not mm-hmm. only am I doing my job, I go above and beyond, which is a lot more brain power. But in that moment of even this week, that's why I was like, I was determined to make sure my week starts off great because I'm stretched. I have mm-hmm. to make sure that my son is good. Um, and my son's been going through some of his own things. He's a, pre, he's a teen. He's going through his own emotions. So it's important that I have some sanity for me to be sane yeah. for him and still mm-hmm. make sure I'm all in to make yep. sure everything is going correct. And so yep. it's okay to say no, but also like, I think it's important to like, don't get comfortable because I mm-hmm. picked up this one particular job more just to like get me through my transition of transitioning to entrepreneurship and projects and all the things. And so it was great. However, as like, I'm finally getting things that I'm asking for and I'm realizing like, where does it balance out? Is it worth the time and stress? Cause it's also not a place that's organized. It's a place that I right. go to and shit's always all over the place. So it's like, I'm not really even successful walking in the door. Mm-hmm. So is it worth you guys giving up all your freedom for a place that won't even set you up for success before you come into work or while you at work. It's like, there's different levels. It's like, okay, cool. I got to do what I got to do. I go get in the mud. But at least when you go into work, you need to know that your company is setting you up for success and you're not mm-hmm. running around with a lot of ways to be unsuccessful. That ain't going to work either because that mm-hmm. does, if you care about your job, it's going to make you feel away. Okay. Because you're going to get the feeling of I'm overwhelmed because not only the, Am I pushing myself too thin? But it's not organized for me to be successful. And mm-hmm. that's where it is. It's like, it's not organized for me to be successful either. So it's like, it's a double whammy, you know? It's so, a double whammy for me. My grandma was just telling me, my grandma talks to me about work and work-life balance all the time because she's always been that person who works multiple jobs and da, da, da. And she's been retired for years, but she was telling me the story about a guy. He had like some type of like health issue or he had to go get a procedure or was out of work or something. And he mm-hmm. hurried up to get back to work. His first day back had a heart attack or had something happen and he passed away because he was rushing to get back to that job. 
Like the job will be there. They're going to be there. Take that time for yourself because that's literally all that you have in the day because the job's going to continue on. They're not going to take a time off. They're not going to have no remembrance. They're not going to do shit. Nope. They ain't doing nothing for a place that you was rushing to go back to. Yep. Is it worth no. it? It's not, y'all. It's not. It's going to be there. And if it's not going to be there, there's a million gajillion other places that are hiring. Like, you can always go work someplace else. Like, it doesn't stop shit. It just doesn't. So it you kind of just have to have that. Like, yes, you can be loyal to a place. And that's cool. But, like, there's I have friends that work places and they're always trying to get me to come work at their job. Like, hey, can you come work? Or, like, places I'm like... I can't, I'm working today, but that's good to know that like you worked with me and you know that I'm solid. So if anything happens, oh, I can just hit up them, them, and them and go work there or go pick up a shift there because they've already offered it to me before. So it just, you have, you got to have the option. Just know that they're there. You may not need to work them right now, but you just know, keep those relationships open. And that's why a good, I I don't like going back to places, but like, that's why it's good to have like, that good rapport for places that you've worked with worked with because mm-hmm. some of these cities are small. Everyone knows everybody. So like if you have to, maybe you might have to go back and work at a place you worked before. Maybe the manager works someplace else now. And you know, you just never you just never fucking know. So you never yeah, know. keep those options open. Just always just scan and just look at who's hiring or whatever. Like yes. Yeah. Sometimes me might have to go start someplace and just be a hostess or whatever, because hostess be paying places. Like depending on where you work, you can get pretty good hourly hostess, and you can just work your way up. Because you know, just you just have to be open for anything. Yeah. Um, just like I was asking Aaron about like picking up um like gigs for like liquor demos or whatever. Just be open to whatever it is if you haven't tried something be open to try research Mm -hmm. it because you just don't know what's gonna happen yeah what what the world's gonna bring if we haven't learned anything in the past three years like shit can change and your life can change just like that so you just have to be open to pivot Mm -hmm. and do what you gotta do DoorDash, okay, like anything, Uber, drive Ubers, whatever. Just be fucking open and don't feel like you're too good to do something. Yeah, don't let up. Always find some other stuff. Even assist you check on once a month to see who's out on Indeed. Apply. Don't think mm-hmm. about, oh, I don't have a call. Just prep, apply, apply, apply. Like they can say no, but like you ain't tripping about it. I would rather you put yourself out there than not put yourself out there at all. Bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, we mm-hmm. say that a lot, but it, it means a lot because we we deal with it every day on a daily basis with just being a, a, a great hospitable person. You mm-hmm. care and people know your work ethic and know how great you are. However, there are some some negatives to that too. They're going to try their best to do whatever needs to have been done to take you down. Yeah. And we ain't going down, y'all. We ain't <laughs> doing it. Nope, 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 yeah and that was like a big thing with the storm like you know you're out of work essentially for like you know i was expected to not work the whole week to be honest but just knowing that shit's gonna work out right like it's already done like bills are already paid rent's paid like that's the first thing i did i just paid everything like i don't care not that this happened but i don't care if i have one cent to my name as long as every bill is paid up then that's all that matters. Like I'm comfortable. I'm cool. I'm not stressing. I got food in my fridge. I got food in my cabinets. I'm good. My son's good. I got gas. 
we're straight. Like, work's going to come again. Like, money comes and goes. And it just is what it is. Like, I can't. It's hard. Like, in a in a instance, like, yes, you're going to be like, okay, you're stressing because you're a single mom. You just have your income and da-da-da. Like, you're the matriarch. Like, you, it's you. It's all the fuck on you. But it's like, okay, Whitney, you do work. You know, you do like, you know, like you, you aren't lazy. You have the, the things to pay the things. So you're, you're straight. It's not like I'm you, you like yearning for this Thursday night shift to pay. Like, you know, it's just like, I've set myself up that I can, I can have two days off and I'm fine. And I'm so blessed to have that because some people is different. So just making sure you set yourself up. So when you, they do have those shifts that are up. And you don't have nothing to do, take it because you can put that money into your savings. And that's why they say, put it in your savings for a rainy day, for a hurricane day. So you're not stressed. Like if the shift is available, pick it up. If you really don't got nothing to do, pick it up because you're always going to need the money for something. You want to shop, falls coming in, you want a new boots, you want a new something. Like that's why like in the summer, working, 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 or, you know, just working every day. So in the, when the shit get, hits the fan, or I always just think about storms and stuff. Cause it's just a part of life here. Yeah. Sometimes, thank God it was only a few days. It could have been weeks, you know, right. it could have been more than that. Like you just never know. Mm-hmm. So I always think about that and make sure I just stack and save when yeah. it's super busy for times like this. So, yeah. yeah. It's true. It's very true. And we owe it to ourselves um, to give us those, those options. So, guys, we are always encouraging you guys in whatever field that you are. Obviously, hospitality is why you came to this amazing show. But think about it when we're interacting, even just in guest services. When you call that person on the call, loud on, at, um, I don't know, uh, Southwest Airlines. You call them at the 1800 number, whatever. You in the store and something's going down. People have things that they're going through and not excusing their bad, poor service. But it's also the point where we are like, okay, well, we were once stretched in or had a bad day and no one's giving us any time or energy. It is up to us as a community to understand and understand that we all have some shit going down. Mm-hmm. But we need to be hospitable for each other. So every day mm-hmm. that you go to work and you stretch thin, don't be mad when your food didn't come right, when you ordered a, a well-done steak, sis. No, okay? It's supposed to be juicy. It's supposed to do what it needs to do. Do your research. You know, <laughs> do your part. So then don't be mad at, you know, don't be mad. Vice versa. Like, don't be mad at the person on the service desk when they didn't make the rules and policies and procedures that you right. just chose not to read. Right. It's not, about. it's not her fault that you wanted to return right. this 32 days late and it said 30 days. It's right. you. Okay. Except right. when it's you. And except when it's not you. And when you get an attitude from people, because I've been letting them know, uh, you had a bad day. I hope it gets better for you. And that's what I've been saying. Because when I'm feeling the energy and I didn't do anything to you, are you having a bad day? It's going to be okay. I hope that you have a great day and you just give them that energy. Because sometimes, you don't have to be mean bad, but sometimes people need to realize like, oh, I mean, I guess I was a little off and she probably didn't. She probably wasn't, you know, trying to make me mad. Mm-hmm. This has, that has nothing to do with that. But when you said, are you having a bad day? I don't know why I just thought of, <laughs> you thought I was feeling you? 
And that nigga a munch. But there's a meme that's so funny. It's like, um, it says, you thought I was feeling you? And he was like, yeah. like uh, It was like, yeah, I did. Or like, probably. Or I think so. It was so cute. It's Kodak Black. But for real, are you having a bad day? I think you are. Collect. Check yourself. And just... Like, this is not for you. Like, you have to realize that the anger, like, check yourself. Like, why am I being rude to this person? It's not even about them. Like, check yourself. And that happens a lot. Like, I used to work in customer service, listening to calls. I used to take the calls. And most of the time, the people aren't even mad at you. It's never about you, but you're just their punching bag. And that's a hard, it's a hard job to be a punk, a punching bag for a living. And I will never go back to it. Never. It's just it's never, it's I don't hard. care about the the insurance, don't care. Because that's, cause that's really all it was, was just the health care. Yeah, you better speak on it. You better speak. I just can't be a punchy bag. And like, I'm getting a lot of my Snapchat memories that are coming back of like, when I used to work there and just how fucking stressed I used to be angry like fucking angry yeah I used I had like morning rituals that I would do every day that I don't even do anymore because I don't have to I don't live a stressed life like that I just don't and it's just so it's and it's so funny because like family members people are like I cannot believe you're quitting working there and they just were just couldn't understand and it's like I have to do this for me. Like, it's just, y'all don't understand because y'all don't work there. But this job is like, essentially can kill you because you're stressed. And I don't want to live like that anymore. So I'm just so happy to not be there. I don't regret it. I don't look back and say, I wish I still worked there and not even an ounce of my body. So if it doesn't serve you, don't fucking do that shit no more. Life is too short. It really is. Like that word, y'all. That's, it's just not it. It's, it's just not, not fucking it. it. It's not it. And I know that like we watch TV and there's so much going on. Well, I'm gonna say number one, don't watch the news, sis. Read it. Guys, read it. Like I think visuals and I've learned like visuals, like we take it in way deeper than it needs to be taken in. Like, we process it differently. Please read if you want to stay up. Read better. Read is reading is great for you. It's actually a great way to get the brain moving versus like mm-hmm. visual stuff. It really like it sticks in there. I would definitely suggest people read. Visuals are just not good with the news, but with you just hit on some great points. If you guys have been listening to us for a while, um, you know like our transition. Like we both were in the corporate world and we transitioned over this last year into doing different things that more fitted what we needed mentally um, and for our own personal growth and sanity, like mental health. We chose mental health over the check and stability. And we've had a lot of crunchy times and a lot of fun times and a lot of spooky ooky moments. And I could say that there's not a one regret in that. Has it been tough? Has it been easy? No, like it's all the things. It's been some crying, some some screaming. It's a, let me get a tequila shot moment. But Mm -hmm. the one thing I can say is I bet it on myself. And that's why I get more upset now when it's like, dang, like no one understands what I had to do to allow myself to be here. Right. And I'm still working through it. I'm always going to be work in progress and it's always going to be whatever, but I'm happy that I was able to 
bet on myself to allow other things to come. Whether they make room for the things you want, I had to make room, and it was real hard. It was mm-hmm. real hard. It's a lot of pain points, but I made room for the things I wanted. And when I stop being busy, it doesn't happen when you're busy. When you stop being busy, you can see how you manifested this. Everything opens up. But when I'm so busy, Everything no, I can't see. And I might. We was working all day, all day long in front of a fucking computer all goddamn all day. day. Long. All day. Stress. It's crazy. Stress. Like. Stressed. Never had a weekend, y'all. I never had a weekend. So now. When I have the opportunity to even have like a Friday night, I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. I, mm-hmm. I deserve this. I was on mm-hmm. phone attached 24 hours a day. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the Y'all, I don't got no second phone. Like, I just want to, I just want to like, I had a humbling moment this weekend. I think that's kind of why I was triggered today. I, I realized my trigger. I had a humbling moment. I only had one phone call on my Google voice number from this project I'm working on. That's on my tablet. So it is not with me. I had to say, se- I wanted to separate the two because I deserve, okay? Mm-hmm. One call the whole week. One call, that's all. Wow. That's no, lit. No call outs. What? No mm. real problems. I had to humble myself. Like, yes, there's going to be things that happen, but the the magnitude of it happening and from from a year ago to now 360 three three yeah. and it's like the same type of things that i was doing before but when i got outside of myself i bet it on myself it wasn't easy it took a minute to finally see the benefits it took time y'all it's not overnight i just want to repeat it is not overnight it gets real mm-hmm. crunchy crunch 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 but I don't have to say, I don't have to call Whitney the bitch about the work. <laughs> if I'm bitching about something else, it's about my child driving me damn crazy. Okay. So yeah. I can't control all the way. So <laughs> I would prefer those conversations and the other conversations. Because I remember, yeah. I forgot what you said exactly. But you said something to the effect of like, dang, like Aaron always going through this. And I was like, dang, I was going through this. I don't like it. <laughs> I forgot what you said, like how you said it at one time, but it made me feel away because I was like, dang, like I like if this this is someone that knows me, so if they see I'm going through that, it's really it's really affecting my life, and mm-hmm. I don't deserve that, and neither does my friend deserve to deal with my shit <laughs> because I'm in a bad place. No, no, that's funny, and that's part of your tribe. Whitney is my tribe. She knows everything under the sun. We don't live close. But I know that it's not always about material things. We talk about things that are way more valuable than a thing that's actual a material thing. We can like get together and like lay it on the table, get the meat and potatoes, the sauce on the side. Mm. We know what it is. So we love the out, sauce. We love the sauce. Like anytime she says one trigger word, I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, what? We gotta talk about it. But I love it. That's your tribe. Your friends are your tribe, no matter where they are. <laughs> And when you go through mm-hmm. moments like job transition, parenting, relationships, these are your people. She's my mm-hmm. tribe for that. My local people are great at the toilet paper. You know, like <laughs> there's levels. There's levels. Yeah. So yeah. tap yeah. in, you guys. You guys deserve. Yeah. I have a thing. I don't know if this affirmation is a tip. It's just something I saw that I liked. Okay. Y'all know how I go. Yeah. All right. 
And this really ties in to everything we just talked about today. Okay. So that's how we know we're in alignment. All right. It says, eventually you'll end up where you need to be with who you're meant to be with and doing what you should be doing. Don't concern yourself with how things are going to work out for you. Just believe that it will, wait, just believe that it will and be patient until it does. We literally, that just sums up with the shit that we just have said. Okay. A thousand percent. Like that was everything plus 15. Yeah. (laughs) Even though though we say it, it, you got to live in it because I'm very good at that. Like I'll say some stuff and then I'm doing my affirmation, I'm doing the things, but am I really living in it or not? Hmm. Okay, I heard something today which made me think, um, and I, I really enjoyed it. It said, the purpose of life is to follow your own joy. And that was after my trigger moment. And I was like, you know what? The purpose of life isn't to work myself to death to pay bills. Hell my purpose no. in life is to be a service to others. But if I'm only a good to service to others, if I'm good to myself, and I'm going to focus on continue to find in the joy i find joy in the things that i'm doing now and along the way you have to let things go in my time you know as much as i don't ever think you know you don't really know where those things are supposed to let go i think today i had an epiphany of something that needs to be let go or at least put to the side for a minute you know because there's other things that are brewing that i need to be focused on so shout outs to us okay Shout out to you guys. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to your favorite two hospitality gurus. We are on YouTube. So if you're listening, please go subscribe to our channel so you can see our beautiful faces. Um, Connect with us on Instagram, hospitality underscore queens and TikTok for all your hospitality needs. If you guys have questions, inquiries, you want to have ideas, you're in the service industry, you're just trying to find a way to have better teamwork, whatever that is, don't be afraid to reach out because you never know what becomes of it. You can always email us at H-E-Y-H-C-S at gmail.com. Period. Um, and I think that's the name of the episode, Find Find Your Own Joy. Find Your Own Joy. <clears throat> yeah, we all deserve that, to find your own joy in whatever um, space that you're in. It's what very important it? because mm-hmm. we only got one life. We ain't here for long. So... Have fun. Like at work, I'm always cackling, laughing. Like yeah. it's just like if I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna have fun. And I can say that I really didn't like have that much fun in my last job. Like I just didn't. I was just really it. quiet to myself. Like I wasn't like it was some moments, but it wasn't like and then and that job was like their mission was fun, fun and bright colors and da 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 and it wasn't it wasn't it they wasn't it. They had, they had to do all that because it was some fucking bullshit. But oh, period. <laughs> but <the> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, find your joy in, in anything with your kids, with with life. Just find your own joy. Find your own joy. I love that yeah. whatever, 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 whatever. And I can say right now I'm enjoying where I am and Mm -hmm. anything that triggers me makes me feel away it's got to go because Mm -hmm. I have control Mm -hmm. because I have options right because I planted the seeds to make this shit happen I didn't give up on myself don't give up on yourself plant your seeds it will take time give yourself time find your joy y'all we found I found it in this beer can 
And I found it in this pink Moscato from Family Dollar because it's giving what it needs to give, okay? So cheers to y'all. Cheers <laughs> an amazing week. Make sure you follow me and Get Toned with E on Instagram and Get Toned Wellness on Instagram as well. I'm going to be updating some stuff on that for you guys very soon. We love you guys. And you can follow me on Instagram at WhitneyWhite1 underscore. You can shop my store, Shop2230. Still having our like end of season spooky ooky sale 50% off um for some really great things that are coming to clear it out i'm really excited for the next chapter Thank of my you. store because i'm going to switch up some things so i'm really excited about that so um so yeah follow us tap into everything that we're doing um on youtube we're uploading shorts of like our drink recipes and stuff like that so stay tapped in even if you'd like to listen just still subscribe on youtube so you can get those little tips and things like that for when you're hosting having people over or you can send to someone else who you know they host or have people over for little date nights or girls nights or whatever ideas so we got them period we love period. you guys so much and into the next show Hey.